Hi, I'm Harry. And I'm Simon. Together we sell all sorts of antiques and collectibles from our two auction houses in Windsor and in Devon. But where do the items come from? Join us as we chat about house clearances, our weird and wonderful finds, and interview others in the antiques and auction trade, and if we're honest, just about any other topic that happens to come to mind. Hello and welcome back to The Gavel and the Gavel. It's me, Harry, and I am joined by... It's me, Simon. Is that a surprise? Not a surprise, but I'm delighted to hear that you have yet to use one of your 18,000 catchphrases. Well, none of them seem to be sticking, to be honest with you. Um, Despite the fact that that Devon genuinely does rhyme with heaven, I feel that not a T-shirt or a cap has been made. I'll get that sorted. Could you? It's all about the merch. (laughs) Now... Why don't you tell our listener, because Uncle Harry has had a, a tricky week. You have, you have had a rather stressful week, and I have I genuinely, genuinely have felt for you at times. Um, why, don't, why don't you tell our listener about your fraught... I haven't had a stressful week. It's, it's the team that, that we all work together. We've had an outbreak of... And this sounds ridiculous after a pandemic discussing this. <laughs> an outbreak... I like that. But we've had an outbreak of a particularly virulent, is that a word? Yes. An unpleasant strain of flu, which has literally wiped out members of our team who are all incredibly strong, fit and healthy people, and they've had to have a week in bed. And this has obviously meant that, because we're a reasonably small team, everybody else is going like the clappers. That coupled with the fact that I spend so much time on the road at the moment visiting houses lovely houses which i love doing chatting which let's face it mm-hmm. must be right because i've got a vanity podcast to record um yeah. so yeah so the whole thing has combined to be a bit of um chaos however one of my customers said well you did move this appointment because you went on a nice little holiday harry so i don't feel that sorry for you <laughs> <laughs> At which point I went, yeah, okay, show me your furniture then. Okay, let's let's have a look. Let's dash some dreams. Yeah, so, yeah, oh God, there's a lot of that, isn't there? A lot of that at the moment. It's purely self-indulgent and, yes, so sadly, lots of people with the flu. But I have to say, a really unpleasant flu. Mm, and it's wiped out some of, the, some of the toughest. Properly, like, sleeping for days. Oh, I can do that. Careful where you go with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, that's been my week. However, um, I'm going to tell you one of the things that I've seen this week. Mm. Now, do you know that, you know, the Heels shopping family? Of course, yeah. Yeah. So I went, and this was absolutely lovely, really lovely customers. I went to see a house, complete arts and crafts house. Oh, lovely. Designed by... Uh, the some of the founders of the Heels shopping dynasty. Really? And it was, if you're an anorak like you and me, yeah. you know we've talked about it before when you walk around the house and go, oh, is that included? Yeah. Is that included? Yeah. Can I have that? <laughs> is that included? <laughs> what about that over there? How about those chairs? How about those hall chairs that are designed to match the hall? How about, what about that? Yeah, we, no. <laughs> no, you're getting that old bit of toot in the corner. There are, no, 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 not at all. There is some lovely, lovely things. They are absolutely lovely people. But, oh my life. I was like, but I just, 
it, you know when you sit in front of a house and you go, this is really special. Wow, yeah. And it was just a, such a fine example and beautifully designed. Um, so that was, um, that was a little, do you know those little selfish moments? Yes, When you go, absolutely. I'm glad I'm the one who's out on the road doing the house calls. You know, because some house calls, let's be honest, you're in the car for an hour and a half or an hour or 50 minutes or whatever it might be to get there. There's nothing at the house. And that's nobody's fault. That's just no, life. No, you know, that's... and you just think, oh, do you know what? I've got to drive 50 minutes back and I could have been using that time for, you know, like, it's just like any job, isn't it? But when you go to, even if I hadn't, even if the job wasn't coming our way, I'd have just sat there and gone, oh, do you know what? I, I, I got to look around that and that's yes, yeah. so cool. You know, mm. that's, that's my thing. So it's interesting, yeah. So that was the, um, yeah, so in the midst of me running around like a headless chicken and feeling slightly overworked and a bit sorry for myself, that was the high point. Really lovely. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, and we, we are getting some of it, are we, for auction? Uh, we are dealing, yeah, we're going to be there in November. Yeah, so great, yeah. Ah, oh, fantastic. There's a book about the house I'll show it to you. A book? Yeah, I have it in front of me. Oh, a book about the house. I will, yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, people are going to think I'm an absolute anorak, but I, I absolutely love it. Sounds fantastic. I mean, I had, a, I had different, very, very different. But you know what? Occasionally you go out to one at a house call and you just meet the nicest of people. Um, uh, an elderly lady by the name of Jo in Devon, and she wanted to sell a few bits of artwork because she's downsizing. Just the sweetest, loveliest lady. I just, I, I couldn't help. I spent far, my, far too much time there and got was late for my next appointment because she had such lovely stories to tell. Um, she had some beautiful artwork most of which we didn't get for sale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's bad. But, but beautiful artwork. And she was really happy to talk about where she bought it with her late husband, um, the artist, and talk about the artwork. And she was in a beautiful apartment overlooking the sea. And we just had such a lovely time. And she was just such a sweetheart, honestly. It just, I came away with five or six paintings, which we put, which I put in the back of the car and just had the nicest house call, you know, the nicest meeting ever, because she was so sweet. And bless her, one of the stories she told me, she was a teacher and she'd never had children. And she worked in inner London, quite a rough school. She showed me a picture of her with all the pupils um and nice, nice. it was so sweet and she just told me a lovely little story that that made her smile which was one of the asian children had said so uh mrs should we call her fox whatever mrs fox what how many children do you have and of course she felt a bit shy yeah. that she was going to say i haven't had and then she suddenly realized hang on and she said i have 200 it's all of you and it just made her smile, made me grin. I just thought, what a lovely story. She was such a sweetheart. That is so cool. <laughs> 200. I've got, I've got two and I only want one. No, you can't have favourites. Okay. But yeah, 200. <laughs> Bless her. Um, so what else have you seen this month? Or this week, sorry. 
This week, uh, I have seen... Um, oh, I've seen some amazing sapphire and diamond jewellery. Oh, lovely. Um, I think we put that on our socials. Um, so a beautiful crescent brooch, um, a nice, uh, another nice brooch, and an absolutely amazing diamond and sapphire heart-shaped pendant. I mean, that really... That is stunning. Really lovely. You know it's nice when everybody who likes jewellery so I'm being fi- I'm being very careful because mm-hmm. I get into trouble I get into trouble of saying it's just the ladies but all of the ladies in the office all were in my office looking over my shoulder while I was looking into this <laughs> uh, I have seen that that looks amazing yeah so that is that's a, that was a really nice that's a really nice thing um, and I've got I've got a wide wide range of good quality mid-century furniture which, as we've discussed, is up and down. And this will make you laugh. Mm. What topic do you think I've had the most phone calls from people this month? I'm guessing figurines. Yep, can't Ah. stop getting phone calls. (laughs) About five a day. (laughs) Five a day. I have 30 (laughs) Royal Dalton ladies. Can you sell them? I can't believe the prices you got. Can you? I've got Mm. four. That's £100. So we have one individual who will remain nameless, um, who has dropped a load off. And as a result, we're putting them in. And if we repeat it again, hats off to us. But, oh, my life. <laughs> I don't see it happening. Oh, and i tell you, I tell you what else I've seen is I've seen... How do I describe this? Because I can't name the client. But an outdoor... I will be allowed to claim the client later, but an outdoor event that comes up later in this year, I've seen a lot of their props and they've got, they've built more and changed props and all the rest of it. So there's a lot of those coming in. So I've got whole barrel displays where they used to have pretend beer in them and um, massive arch gateways and stuff like that we get i think our joke is we were laughing about this for october in the office today our october is going to be you know it's been really busy but most of this stuff seems to be arriving in november and december just when we think them up and we're like oh Mm. my life we're going to be busy 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 right up to the end of the year which is great but quite amusing if you're thinking i'll have a couple of weeks off yeah yeah exactly exactly oh and i also saw god no now you're telling me you've got me going Ah. i said i do the heavy living I also saw the largest collection of gnomes I've ever seen. <laughs> We're clear. I don't know if I mentioned, did I mention this in the past episode? Maybe I did, I'm losing my mind. Yeah, uh, they've got about 150 gnomes that were in a garden of a, of a very large house. Because he had a gnome garden in part of his country estate. It's like 200 acres and in one little secret corner he had 150 <laughs> gnomes all poking out and... Sounds oh, like some, something out of a horror movie. Well, no, they're all, they're all, no, none of them are the ghoulish type. They're all the happy smiling. They're all ghoulish. Cats. Come on. Fishing. <laughs> they're all good. So, no. Yeah. So we're just discussing with the client how, um, how one brings. 150 gnomes. Yeah, yeah. No mm. two days are the same, are they, mate? Sorry, go on. Tell me about your week. Uh, no, they're not really. Well, we both have auctions coming up. <laughs> I, for one, down here in Dem- Devon, uh, we're very grateful to one particular clearance because, quite frankly, it is most of the auction, which is very right. fortunate. 
So, I mean, quite frankly, without this particular cottage in the Devon, Cestershire countryside, uh, we'd probably be in trouble this month, but we're not because we have cleared... all you get is honesty from us two exactly we're not we're not we're not gonna yeah, 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 we're no. not gonna give you any flannel no. if it's a difficult month we're gonna tell you it's, it's a, a tricky month. month i mean the reality yeah, yeah. is we you know we need to find you and i hundreds and hundreds of lots every single month in order to fill our catalogues don't we and some months it's easy peasy and you've got stock left over for the next month to start the next month other months oh my days this is very true. You've got to do the work, but I'm telling you, our listener, uh, that this month has been slightly traumatic for Simon. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about myself in the third person now, which is how stressed I've been. Um, but fortunately, we have this one fabulous cottage in the Devon countryside. It has yielded its contents, which the family are, quite frankly, not interested in. Wow, what a couple they must have been. Um, you know, it is a deceased estate, but my word, artwork, beautiful jewellery, antique jewellery, gold and silver, uh, fabulous furniture, and two stuffed dogs. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that the beginning bits are going to pay all our bills. Can I just go to the stuffed dog bit? Yeah, and they're framed. <laughs> they're framed... What? Dogs that are in glass boxes. Taxidermy dogs. Their little heads are peeping out and their bodies are all flat against a felt background and they're in a frame. And they are, I don't know, chihuahuas? They're not big. It's not a Rottweiler. Don't get me wrong. It's not that Hang on, hang on, hang on. So the bodies aren't full of stuffing. They're just like a rug. They're flat. They're like a rug. Yes, they're like a rug. And the heads sit proud of the frame. They're looking Ooh. out at you. Oh. And they're like that's, little... Um, that's interesting. Yeah. And you say the family didn't want these. <laughs> Apparently not. I think they're magnificent. I think they're absolutely magnificent. I have brought said case back. Al, who works for us on the lorries, refused to even handle said object. I know not why. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with Al, I have to be honest. <laughs> I, you won't own a dog. You're, this is your ideal dog. This is, uh, these are the perfect pair of dogs. No poo bag required. Um, <laughs> it's squished and they've sort of all. It's yeah, squished. It, it, it's not yappy. It's fantastic. They sound creepy as hell. Well, I have to say, I am probably the only one so far that likes them. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, the entire office is horrified by the stuffed dogs. There's a lot of discussion as to whether they're real or not, or whether... Um, and there are lots of bits within the cottage that relate to this style of dog, whatever this is. One of the little handbag dogs, you know what I mean? Fluffy, snippy, sharp teeth, little beady eyes. You know the ones I mean? That they put in a handbag or a little trolley and wheel around. Useless dogs. That's what I'm getting to. I have, don't take it sort of, don't take it the wrong way. I do come to Devon quite a bit. Hmm. I've never seen anybody do the handbag dog 
Chelsea. Uh, you, you don't spend enough time in Lyme Regis, mate. Trust me. When and, oh, and they handbag, but, but, handbag yeah. dogs are moving in, are they? No, no, no. It's your lot. You know, when they empty out your of the lot. shires. Oh, my God. Sorry. Your, when yeah, your lot empty out of the London. To the 98% of the population who don't live within 10 miles of Simon. I'm sorry. Your lot. <laughs> so when your lot empty out of the home counties, you put your little dog in a bag and you bring it down Mate, to Devon. you've met my dog. If I could find a bag big enough to put that dog in, it's the Bertie. size of a child's. Bertie is is not Bertie the German pointer gets put in a bag. I'm telling you, we're all in trouble. Before we get complaints, and I imagine it's too late. I imagine people are tip tapping away. Yeah, go on. Anyway, before we think that they are not real, that they are a representation of dead dogs. Right. So made of felt or something. Felt exactly. Yeah. Was it a Victorian thing, or a? Because they, or was it yeah, a thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was, wasn't it? Yeah, to have to have a decorative. mock-up decorative yeah. dead dog on your wall. <laughs> These are brilliant. I love them. I mean, I've I'm never not, seen it sure before. It was, I'm not sure it was just dogs. No, any kind of pet, I imagine. I liked. I I have had great fun with these dogs. Um, with uh, so we've put them in prime position. Well, we've put them in prime position in the office so that all the customers and all the staff obviously can see them. And then I have basically bet the farm by telling them that yeah, that, that these are the real dogs. These are, you know this is what they did. They literally scooped them out and mounted them in a frame. Okay, it's entertained me all month. Well. It's been a tough month by the sounds of this. <laughs> uh, but we have got from this wonderful cottage some really fantastic stuff coming to auction. Um, furniture and, uh, as I say, artwork and jewellery and the like. So it's that's that's Mate, that. I'm really, is, I'm, I am really looking forward to that. That sounds. It's going to be. Does sound like a. But lot I tell of you what, I mu- I will give you the heads up on the stuffed dogs so that we know what lot it is before we get to it on the rostrum because I, I tell you what these are great they're fantastic well it is your turn to listen back to all of the uh, um, recordings to pick out your favourite lots okay well the stuffed dogs I mean because to be honest that's four hours of my life I don't need to listen to you and me talking every month <laughs> so on a more serious note I tell you about no no uh, genuinely on a more serious note I tell you about a tricky little house clearance that we had this month um and i am being serious now we had to do a small and i mean very small house clearance and removal for a young lady in devon with severe ocd i've never come across this before this was genuinely really tricky so we, I met with her mother and we basically developed a rule book for exactly how the clearance and the removal had to work. The order in which we were allowed to touch things because of the young lady's issue with cross-contamination. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, honestly, really serious this. She had her clothes laid out on the floor in a particular pattern. 
everything had been cleaned to within an inch of its life, mm. but items that were going to auction could not be touched prior to touching an item that would be moved to her new property because that created cross-contamination and would upset her. It was an unbelievably tricky, and I have to say, hats off. What, uh, what an amazingly challenging condition this poor girl's uh, having to deal with. This poor girl, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, really, I've, I don't understand it, and I've not really come across it before. And it was... Yeah, challenging, mind-blowing, frightening. I felt for her tremendously. And I was really proud of our lads, Harry. The, mm. I, I had to sit them down and say, now, listen, guys, this, okay, this might seem strange, but actually they took it on board and we worked with them. And it was literally down to... I mean, like a military operation, you must not touch the walls when you come in. You mustn't touch the walls. You mustn't touch these items. This is the order in which you will touch anything. And it was, it was really an unbelievable eye-opener. And it was very, very serious in, for the mother and the daughter that we got this right. And I have to say, really proud of our lads that they took it on board. They embraced the cha challenge. Our crews are used to working with all sorts of um, challenging situations. It's not just all about, you know, people moving house. You, a lot of the time, as we've discussed before, it's people who may be on their sort of dementia journey. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people who have been um, recently lost family members, so they're grieving, which it brings on a whole host of, you're not yourself. A lot of people will say that to you. I'm, I'm not myself. You know, I'm prone yeah. to extreme, not ex I th extreme is too strong a word, but different reactions to normal. Mm -hmm. um, you get, and you know, there's a lot of crying. Obviously, quite often if it's the family home and that sort of stuff. So I'm not surprised that the boys were able to, if we're allowed to call them that, were able to take um, this in their stride because I it's think just in to... their mind. In their mind, there it's just another situation. But it, it, I've never, I've never encountered it before. So it, it's fascinating. It, I'd never encountered it before, and I have to say, um, this week. I think you and I can be very proud of the team because um, we got the phone call afterwards to say everything was perfect. It could have gone horribly wrong because it would have caused mass. It was it was it was instilled in me. If you if we get this wrong, as trivial as it may sound to you, it is of massive importance. Mm -hmm. to to these in and so it was a it was a, it was an amazing experience um again as i say very proud of the team we did a we did a great job and it was a real eye-opener to what some people have to deal with on a daily basis and how quite frankly tricky life can be for a lot of people so yeah, I just wanted to share that with you because it was a, a a real eye opener. It must. I'm sure she gets on with life and all the rest of it, but it 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 
Oh, she does. She's amazing. Very, for sounds very, very, very tricky. She's amazing. She's amazing. Um, her mother's amazing as well. And and the, the amazing thing I think is as well is that this is the OCD is embraced. Um, they look to get people like us in who will equally embrace the challenge. And yeah, it was a real amazing it's a experience. We, it's we've a just thing. Got to live life with it. Yeah, let's get exactly. On with it. And actually, if you embrace it, like the mother, the daughter, that everybody's done, and then the team that are doing the work, it can still, it can still all be amazing and work really, really well. And it didn't. I was particularly, I was quite anxious myself about it when it was when we were doing the work to make sure that we got it just and the boys got it spot on. So just wanted to share that with you. Oh, mate. Blimey, that is a week. Um, so we've been talking about interviews. So I've booked in Ooh. a few, haven't yeah. I? Um, yes. Uh, so we've got um, fascinating lady Sharon O'Connor from oh, a fantastic. company called Vintique Upholstery. Um, she appears on Money for Nothing, uh, BBC shows, and that sort of stuff. Um, she has. She is an upholsterer, obviously Vintique Upholsterer, uh, but she also has launched a side to her business called Upholstery Uncovered, which is how to get into the upholstery business. Oh, brilliant. She is mad keen on recycling, upcycling, saving beloved pieces of furniture. She does some, I've seen some of the stuff she does, it's quite wacky as well. And, you know, she'll embrace anything. But her big thing is, why does it need to go to landfill if I can put and breathe new life into it? We've also got um chap called matt dixon now this guy i mean i i watch him on the social media instagram particularly um but i think he's appeared on all sorts of savage hunters and those sort of shows this guy is really i will tell you an amusing part of this story um is really interesting um and as he i he works hard i mean <laughs> he yeah, blimey he works really hard however um, we discussed emailing a few people that to say, can you come on the show and all of it? And um, so that our listener can uh, hear their opinions as well. And I emailed him. And then two days later, I looked at his socials, just flicking through Instagram, and noticed that I'd emailed him on the day of his wedding. Did <laughs> <laughs> you really? <laughs> and, did he, and did he reply? Oh, I mean, he is... I mean, I don't know him, so this that's even worse, isn't it? Well, you've just, oh. you just told me that he's a hard-working chap. I'm yeah, hoping yeah, yeah. he replies. So saying, going, oh, hi, Matt, <laughs> you know, you know we'd re- you, yours is the story we really want to tell, and we'd really like to hear from you, and our, our listeners would really like to hear from you, and all that stuff. And he very <laughs> sweetly <laughs> made no reference to the fact that he literally, it was the day of his wedding, and the fact that he was going on, obviously they went on a honeymoon, and a little honeymoon, and all that sort of stuff. He said, I'm back, I've just been really busy. So, you know, and I've got a few things coming up. Can we do it, you know, a little bit later in the year, you know, towards the end? And I said, absolutely. And I said, I do apologise because I have worked out that I emailed you on your wedding day. And he was probably, somebody was checking his emails for him because he's so hardworking. And um, I just, I was like mortified, absolutely mortified. But he's coming on. Um, Brilliant. Which is, Brilliant. Um, which is great news. So, um, yeah, so just an update for people. Um, if you're into either of those or you just want to hear the journey of other people in the antiques and uh, 
how people adapt um, and how people worked. I mean, you know, he built this business and he's gone from strength to strength. He's got an amazing showroom. I'm so jealous of it in Yorkshire. Um, and then, of course, Sharon, who literally, if you go on her Instagram oh, and Facebook amazing. pages, breathes life into all sorts of stuff. But So that's good. Um, so I just thought I'd mention that. These are people who have carved out a business, a niche, a, you know, a highly successful um, career for themselves, not working for the big corporates, doing what they want to do and, you know, making a difference as well. So uh, their story, and working, I think... So, well, and working so hard, but doing the right thing. They're breathing life into new stuff. Yeah, they're making money and a living and all the rest of it. But all this guy, all this stuff is not getting wasted and going to landfill. It's amazing. But also doing what they want to do with their days, and that's that's important these days. We people need to well, do. Well, listen, watch both, watch both of their videos on on uh, Instagram stuff. I mean, uh, Matt Dixon does. I think he's got a parent. He goes, um, comes. I think it's his dad or somebody like that. Who goes in the van with him to on buying trips. I mean, they're just very funny. And um, Sharon's got a wicked sense of humour too. Well, that'll be super fun. Yeah, so that's, you'll be chatting to them. I'll just be sitting in the background fanboying <laughs> by the sounds of things. Um, by the way, just quickly, you know you were talking about your animals just now coming out of the Yeah, room. yeah. Dear listener and you, Simon, um, Debbie Lawson is an artist who I think is amazing. And she takes Persian rugs... So imagine a Persian rug on a wall or on the floor and then she makes animals come out of the... So she's got a... She was in the summer exhibition a number of years ago and she had a bear, huge bear, coming out of the wall. But it's in the same material as the rug. So it looks like it's sort of the impression is from behind the rug. Are you smoking she, those funny cigarettes again, Harry? No. Debbie Lawson. Look her up on your socials. Look her up. Amazing stuff. And um, she says, I'm sure she'd do you a dog if you asked her nicely. <laughs> oh, I don't, want, I don't want to make it seem like I wasn't paying attention to you then. But you know how when you're looking at your laptop and an email pops in. Hang on. I'm just going to forward oh, it to you. No, no, no. Right. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. I'm just forwarding it to you now. Should be in your inbox now. I'm just, uh, do you know what? This is, this is not entertaining at all. The most amazing bench. Can you see it? Uh, yes, I've got that. Yeah, yeah, How? yeah, yeah, yeah. So a French large wrought iron bench, highly decorated. How beautiful is that? That is beautiful. <gasps> is that is that in my area or your area? It's mine. Get off. Get off. <laughs> it's mine. And someone's just emailed it to me. And oh my goodness, that's going to be coming up for auction soon. And that is stunning. What do you reckon? Estimate? I really, I'm going to put really you on like the spot. That. How much? Uh, 800 to 1200 yeah I would say so yeah I was going to say about a thousand probably a bit pounds. more actually probably go it, for more it could be more it could be more beautiful oh we'll maybe get that picture oh look at that we're socials. actually working at the same time I thought that that was going to be an email from one of our spouses saying can you stop recording this podcast because it's, it's dinner time or something oh yeah I, do need no. to cook. I need to cook a fish stew we need to get off this podcast I've got a fish stew to cook for the kids oh wow what was that? Wait, wait, which is your favourite again? Which, what, child? Uh, uh, well, you, uh, earlier on, you were talking about the fact you only wanted to keep one. Right, what else? Any other business? What else have you got to talk to me about? Anything else? Um, anything else? 
Um, yes, Ivory is plaguing me on an hourly basis. I can't tell They're you. They're not listening, are they? How many people are... Oh my, and do you know what? Slightly heartbreaking. I saw an amazing Japanese screen today and the lady emailed it in and said, I've got this thing. It's 100 and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, covered in ivory cranes. I was like, oh, stop it. Please stop it. No more ivory, people. We can't do it. Well, that's really positive. That's a terrible way to end a podcast. No, well, I'm going to end on an even sadder note. Oh, I'm gosh. going to end on an even sadder note. Um, so just, uh, yeah, we uh, usually I'm the one always doing the giggling on these things. But sadly, and a gentleman that has come up on our podcast a couple of times that Simon and I uh, are were really fond of, um, who was a massive supporter of us when we started our business 15, 16, 17 years ago, whatever it was. A gentleman called Gary Mundy. Gary. Uh, yeah. Who ran uh, mostly boxes in um, Eton. And we've talked about him. We've told anecdotes about him. World famous for what he does. Um, sadly, uh, he passed away last Thursday. He'd been battling cancer for quite some time. Um, and he passed away last Thursday. We liked to be lighthearted on this podcast, but we wanted the family to know that he was such a huge support to Simon and I when we started out. He was such a lovely guy. We are heartbroken and all our love goes out to them at this really difficult time. But they should be aware just how good he was to everybody else. He mm-hmm. was he was a he was a he really was good to us. You know, he came to meet us when we first started out and said you know, you don't know everything. And if there's things I can do to help, didn't he? You know, I'm, I'm he here did. for you. And it's hugely, um, hugely we're, helpful. We're eternally grateful. Um, Absolutely. On a slightly more amusing note, the fact that he'd come to the auction and always forget that he had to have a bidding number after all his years <laughs> in the trade always used to make us chuckle. And he'd just say, just make one up, Harry. Simon, <laughs> just write any number down. So uh, that always made us laugh because, uh, yeah, he was, uh, he, yeah, he was a stalwart of, and there are people who've known him a lot longer than us. Um, Absolutely. And I'm sure he's going to be sadly missed. So on that sad note, which is unusual for us, but we did feel that we should play tribute to him. Um, we Absolutely. will end this podcast and, and we we'll will be miss back him. with you next week. We will miss him. We will miss him. Cheers, Harry. Take care, mate. See you in a couple of weeks. Bye.